You're listening to Montgomery Creek Outdoors. Kick off your boots and kick up your heels. Today's adventure starts right now. Well, hey everybody, this is Casey Conley here with my dad, Tim Conley. Hello. And we are going to do story number six this evening with our Montgomery Creek Outdoors podcast series. So tonight we're going to feature my Texas hunting trip that I just got back from last weekend. Actually, still wish I was in Texas. So uh, we have two good friends on the phone, Cody and Evan Weir. How are y'all doing tonight? We're doing good. Good. How are y'all? We're doing good. We're good, too. So y'all had a big day down there in Texas. I was following along on social media. You went hog hunting in West Texas, and then you went fishing tonight. So tell us a little bit about your day today. Well, um, yeah, so we just got back from our trip out in West Texas. We have a good friend out there who um, really graciously has allowed us to come hunt his um, ranch. And so that's the third time we've been out there. He's got a really bad hog crop, um, which is really a problem for all of Texas. And so we had a lot of fun just getting to go out there and shoot some hogs. I think we ended up with a total of five. And we had originally gone down there to turkey hunt, but we didn't hear any gobbles <laughs> at all. So we didn't uh, have any turkey hunting. Yeah. At least so you, at least you got some activity. When you, when you say, did you say yeah. West Te- Texas? Is that what you said? Yes. Now, how yeah. how far is that from where you live? We're about two hours from from Brady. We live real central Texas. We were in in Abilene, Texas. So okay. Had a two hours, not bad. Okay. Awesome. So you kind of alluded to it right there, Cody. Talk to us about where y'all are geographically in Texas. I know you're right in the center, but um, if you give any of our listeners any kind of perspective of where you're at or what big towns you're near, and it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere, really. <laughs> Yeah, we're in the middle of nowhere. We're dead center in the middle of Texas. We're about two hours from everywhere. We're two hours from San Antonio, and we're two hours from Austin, and about an hour east of San Angelo. But we're about four hours from Dallas, so a lot of people come to Texas and Dallas, and so we're about four hours from the Metroplex. Oh, so. wow. Yeah. So, so, so what's the landscape like down there? Describe that to the listeners. It's really beautiful. Um, Texas has a huge, vast landscape. And so, you know, we've got canyons and we've got the piney woods. We've got the desert, the ocean. But um, we're located in central Texas, or it's kind of also known as the hill country. And so we've got just rolling hills and um, a lot of mesquite and cactus. Kind of just your, maybe when you think of Texas, you might of all the cactus and lots of deer obviously population um right now it's the spring so we've got a ton of wildflowers a lot of blue bonnets and indian paintbrushes so it's really beautiful this type of and really beautiful this time of year yeah it definitely is like i was saying at the beginning of this podcast i was just down there with cody and evan last weekend my boyfriend robbie and i were and it's just it's so beautiful it's so green if you're in the midwest right now you know how how bare everything is i mean our grass is really green but we still have um, a lot of bare trees but when you get down there in texas it's so beautiful so green and lush it's really lush and pretty so well, well, listen, I, I've got a question. I've got the three of you here with me, and <laughs> I, I want to hear the story um, 
from all of you on how you guys met and how you guys got to be such good friends and, you know, the perspective from each one of you on all this. Okay. Um, yeah, so it was just strictly through social media and Instagram, really. Um, I've had Instagram for probably six or seven years and just always posted my um, hunts and everything like that. And so I started following probably four years ago on Instagram. And um, that's kind of really when I was starting to follow a bunch of people who were hunting. And I just remember thinking that she's someone, you know, out of state, <laughs> someone that probably be friends with, you know, she loved to hunt too. And so after um, following each other just for a year, I mean, just liking each other's pictures, commenting, we just wanted um, to meet. And so we kind of just made something happen. And Casey, you can kind of explain from yeah. there. It's funny because you're talking about, you know, how you thought I was cool and cute from out of state. But I remember sitting at Steak and Shake with mom and dad one night, probably four or five years ago, and just scrolling through your entire page. I mean, your dad owns a taxidermy shop. You guys hunt every single weekend in Texas. And I just kept saying to mom and dad, I'm like, look at this Evan girl. I just can't believe her life. I want to be her. And we did. We just kind of kept, you know, talking and communicating back and forth. And finally, one day, um, you guys are like, come down to Texas. So we planned it and we came down and everyone's like, you're driving down to Texas 17 hours to meet somebody that you've never met before through social media. And I know when you were working, your your coworkers were like saying the same thing to you. I can't believe you're going to invite somebody um, that you don't know. <laughs> yeah, how do you even know they're real? And I mean, by this point, you know, we'd been on the phone with each other so many times and FaceTimed and right. so... We're really anxious for you guys to get down here. We're really excited about it. So, yeah. So since since then, I think it's just really uh, taken off and blossomed, our friendship has. And sometimes it feels like we're more like brothers and sisters than friends. And, and you know, it really has turned into this family thing. And it all started through Instagram, through social media. And I'm still kind of mind blown about it. But I know that it's kind of changed my life and Rob's life, too, going down to Texas and experiencing all of that. And one day we're going to get you up here to Indiana to be wildly disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we want to hunt Indiana as much yeah. as you guys talk about how tough it is. Yeah. It's a different world. It didn't, didn't quite sound like Texas. So I'll just give you a little heads up on that. Now, Cody, as far as, as your perspective, when all this was developing and happening, I mean, was you just, you know, like the long for the ride type thing, or was you uh, skeptical of anything, or, I mean, <laughs> how how did this play out in your eyes, I guess? Well, I mean, we, you know, of course, we fortunate enough to, you know, in Texas, we have a big ranch that we hunt on, and, you know, we have to harvest a quota of deer every year. You know, the state issues us permits to harvest, you know, multiple deer a year. We actually end up shooting close to 100 deer a year, 100 whitetail a year, just off of our place. So crazy. we're always, you know, it, it turns into work a little bit, you know, if I'm out there doing it myself or Evan and I. So it's always fun to have, you know, somebody new or somebody, you know, that doesn't get that opportunity all the time to, to be able to come down and help, you know, harvest some deer and just enjoy it. So, I mean, of course, I never met Casey or Rob, but it was, of course, I'm glad we did. You know, it's taken off from now. 
and uh, you know became good friends. Well, and we always have to joke that Cody and Rob have this bromance going on, and it wasn't really like that the first year we came down, but last year. But by now, <laughs> last year it was like okay, Casey and Evan. Me and Rob, or Cody and Rob, are going to go out and hunt together. You guys fend for yourselves. So we got to joke that that's the bromance. <laughs> and, of yeah. course, the first time that they had ever FaceTimed was when you uh, when y'all came to Texas the first time trying to find us. <laughs> Cody yeah, was like, I've, I've never FaceTime used FaceTime before, and neither had Rob. So that was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, can we, let's just not even look at each other. Let's just hold it yeah. up to our ears. <laughs> Yeah. Well, a lot of fun that day. Yeah. I guess. I guess. um, Recently, uh, Casey. Casey looked like a great big old Rio turkey that she shot down there. I guess. uh, I want to hear the story on that from from you three. Well, she did. She killed a great turkey with us. It was kind of a tough, tough weekend. Uh, Had a lot of high winds and. Just turkeys weren't gobbling like they usually do. Of course, that's what happens when you drive or, or fly, in this case, that far away. But luckily, <laughs> yeah. luckily, it was actually the first evening. Uh, got Casey on a big tur- big tom. Uh, actually, we're sitting at the house eating some lunch. And uh, I heard a turkey gobble down, down in the bottom near a tank. And, and I never uh, heard the turkey. I kept yeah, saying, you're lying, you're lying. No, I said, there's a bird gobbling down here. You know, I heard him several times and ended up kind of playing catch up for a little while and uh, finally got into about 100 yards of him and uh, sat there and called. And I set Rob and Casey up uh, against a big cedar tree and I snuck back behind him about 40 or 50 yards and called and called and seemed like Turkey would gobble and he'd get a little closer and he'd end up turning around. And I didn't know that the whole time Casey and Rob were watching the Turkey strut out there about 80 yards yeah yeah we were and i i gotta give huge props to cody because rob turned around and he's like cody move a little bit so you know he thinks it's a live hen he thinks this hen's moving around so cody like ninjas over to a different set of trees and he calls over there and that's really kind of what made that turkey move into where i eventually shot him so we worked hard for that turkey and it was a lot of fun i mean all three of us had little sleep that night Uh, cody had picked us up in san antonio the night before and we ended up getting back to the ranch about 2 30 in the morning and then of course woke up about 5 30 so we were all dog tired and uh, man that just made it that much more fun but unfortunately, I missed the entire hunt. <laughs> well, you, well, you know, I did too. Yeah, so I was I was gone on Friday, but I made it out to the ranch that afternoon and got to hear the story and see the birds. So that was still exciting for me. But I am sad that I missed out on that hunt. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Because Evan and I went out that next morning, and we heard more birds gobbling than Cody and Rob did. So we were really proud of ourselves because we yeah. set up. And we, and, got, we got them uh, talking back to us too. So yeah, we did good. We did good. I mean, we did good because the boys that next morning said they didn't even hear anything. And we, you know, Evan did an excellent job calling. She actually used the call that I brought them last year when I went down there turkey hunting. Our friend Jake Teal makes some really great calls, JT calls, 
and uh, you were using that purple one and Rob's yeah. Rob's good striker that he left down there. We just found <laughs> out. <laughs> we actually used it today. Yeah, I called you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so, so when when does turkey season start up in your location? It actually started. Uh, it's very beginning of April. It's first weekend in April this year. You know, it depends on the year when it falls, but it's usually right around the very first of April. And always it, on a, and a it, Saturday. And it runs through when? May fourteenth. Okay. So May they 14th. get like a month and a half to chase turkeys yes. down there, and you know, us sad people up in Indiana, we get about three weekends. So. Yeah, and, and they've had a tendency, and it is. You only get one bird as well. Right. Yeah. And uh, get, lucky, lucky to get that one when the season doesn't open till April 26th and the, the grass and the fields and the green in the woods is going to be, have a lot of cover for them. So. Yeah. yeah. And anyway. how many can you shoot down there, Cody? We, we can shoot four turkeys a year. Uh, okay. We've got four turkey tags. You know, we can either shoot them in the fall during deer season or we can, you know, hold off and wait till the spring. Yeah. Okay. And they're, those Rio Grands are just beautiful. Talk to us, Cody, um, a few a few seconds about about Rob's bird. He ended up shooting a Jake, but it had a really unique um, color to it. So talk to us about that hunt, if you will. Yeah, Rob's did. He ended, it was just a Jake, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, actually ended up spotting some birds across the a wheat field here. Our, our wheat fields don't look quite like y'all's doing Indiana, probably. <laughs> about three or four inches tall. <laughs> But we actually spotted some birds, uh, a couple of good toms across the field and started setting up, started calling to them. And the birds actually ended up, it's hard, so much wind, it was hard for the birds to hear. And they ended up getting out of there. And, uh, of course, Rob and I had a hen decoy set up in front of us and ended up calling in, uh, ended up calling five hens. I was real surprised they didn't have a big tom with them, but they sat there right around our decoy and, they kind of just become our live decoys and started doing the calling. We started talking back and forth to each other. And then about 40 or 50 yards to our right, all of a sudden we had a bird gobbling. And the bird came straight into the decoys and, and Rob didn't give him any time at all. As soon as he stepped out, Rob uh, shot him and dropped him. Yeah. And he had a, he had a beautiful blue tint to his fan, which I'd never seen before. Yeah, he did. He had some really neat color on his tail fan. You know, it was nearly a turquoise color. It was just a beautiful fan on him. So Yeah, it was. Can't wait to see him caved out and up on the wall, and including my bird, too. So um, to fill everybody, all the listeners in, Cody is actually a taxi- taxidermist, too, with uh, Evan's parents. They have a big taxidermy shop down there in Brady, Texas, and uh, Cody is a taxidermist. So He'll be he'll be mounting our birds for us. Sure will. Now, you, now Evan, you you talked about you'd missed a Friday afternoon hunt because you work. What what's what's the real job for you? Uh, I'm a teacher, so teach kindergarten. Okay. And <laughs> yeah. And, and how long have you been doing that? This is my first year teaching. Okay. So, yes. So do yeah. you enjoy that? I have enjoyed it. Yes, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I've learned a lot this year. Had a lot of fun with the kids. So, and now that it's mid-April, school's nearly out. So, I'm looking forward to 
a summer off. <laughs> yes. L looking I'm forward to finally getting to do a little bit of extra hunting and fishing. Like, yeah, you, you know, don't get any of that in. Yeah, they don't get it in at all, Dad. They're hunting every weekend. <laughs> now, I will say this. We always tease because Evan has 16 little kindergartners that she takes care of during the day. And we made a couple jokes when we were down there last weekend. You know, when she gets home, she just has to take care of her other kid which is Cody. <laughs> yeah, don't let her fool you. She didn't always enjoy that job. She, she <laughs> tends to tell that to everybody, but sometimes it's a different story when it's just her and I. Hey, it's <laughs> a six, five-year-old, so. Yeah, somebody's yeah, got to do it. Good. Yeah, it's been good. I've really enjoyed it, so looking okay. forward to this year. Well, listen, let's bounce back to last fall and uh, deer season. Um, and we'll... Uh, Casey shot a fairly nice-looking buck down there. Yeah, a trophy. Yeah, she did. she did. So, guys, I just have to ask you, what was probably the most memorable part of that hunt for you guys? Probably making fun of me, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always fun to see, you know, some a hunter like Casey, you know, she, you know, is a great hunter, excellent hunter, but she just gets so fired excited. up and excited about <laughs> <laughs> everything you know whether it's doe or whether it's a you know just a small cold six point <laughs> wait a minute there's a laugh there like there may be a story behind that <laughs> maybe a little one or you know of course she killed a great deer here last year with us and the year before but it's just it's exciting seeing somebody get that fired up over deer and just get excited you know that's why that's why we hunt and that's why we're hunters that's right it's just a feeling that i always always laugh about it but it's true you know when that big buck steps out it's just a feeling that comes over you like you can't control your arms and I remember you guys <laughs> saying like okay get the gun up and I'm like I don't even think I can move my arms guys I was shaking so much and it, <laughs> Cody was using the back of my chair and the blind as kind of a rest to look through his binoculars through and he said that they were shaking so much he couldn't even yeah. see straight so <laughs> oh man yeah, that that was a good hunt, but I remember, you know, the first year that you came down and that first buck that you um, shot, I just remember, I think I cried harder than you did. I was so excited for you. <laughs> yeah. That's free and a feeling that she'll just never forget, you know, and um, just really grateful that that's something that we could share together and experience together, so. We just have, we have so many memories with y'all, and and especially that spot for me. I mean, I've killed both of both of my bucks um, in the same blind. It's what they call the meadow blind. It's just a beautiful area out there, and just so many memories that we get to keep making. And it and it all started through all of our passions for hunting. So that's been that's been the awesome part for me is is not only you know getting to harvest the animals, but getting to know the two of you and and you know blooming this friendship and, and seeing where it goes so um, we were talking about your real jobs let's talk a little bit about your personal lives too you guys were high school sweethearts right <laughs> yeah we actually started dating well kind of secretly dating around her dad in the sixth grade so. oh watch out gary i hope you're not oh. listening <laughs> Inside. so you guys well, have been married for a year and a half now and you know yeah. a beautiful wedding they plan it in november dad in the middle of the rut i promise i'll never do that to you okay okay <laughs> good friends but they didn't show up to our wedding yeah, so. we, 
hoping that we would have some friends from Indiana come down, but yeah, not in the rut. I mean, that's just the law of the land. So talk to us about your honeymoon um, and where you went. Yeah. So all of um, wedding season, you know, like you said, we got married in November. And so um, deer season opens October for us. And of course, Cody manages Cowboy Ranch. So he's gone, you know, um, out out at the ranch half a year anyway um, during deer season. And so while I was busy wedding planning, he was out hunting and scouting deer. And so sometimes I was a little disgruntled at that. And, you know, <laughs> you're not helping me paint signs or pick out colors. And um, obviously, I was also a little jealous that I wasn't hunting as much because I'm normally you know, deer season in the field every chance I get. And so um, that particular deer season, instead of focusing on hunting, I was doing wedding things. And so um, we really talked about it and I was, and we just decided that for our honeymoon, we wanted to go hunting together and um, we wanted it to be a memorable hunt for us, something that, um, you know, in the future that we'll want to do again. So we um, hooked up with Clay Young from Mexico Unlimited Outfitters, and we drove down to uh, Del Rio, Texas, which is, how far is that from here? About three hours? Yeah, it's three and a half. About three and a half hours, and so way down in South Texas, half the ranch is actually in Mexico, and so it was absolutely beautiful down there. We stayed in a huge um, Hacienda-style home, and um it was just gorgeous, and I um, shot one of my biggest bucks down there, and we had just a wonderful time, and it was just a beautiful historic ranch. It's actually where the movie Lonesome Dove was um, filmed, and so we got to cool. that. Mm-hmm. So it was really neat, and um, it was fun that we got to have kind of a different honeymoon. You know, I think a lot of people go to Mexico on their honeymoon, but they go to the beaches, but... We were in our camo, and um, we were right there on the river. So That's awesome. That's relationship goals right there. (laughs) (laughs) We had fun. It was good. That's awesome. But we could have a a wedding during deer season. I said, but we have to go every year hunting for a honeymoon. So Yeah, yeah, he's got it figured think, out, doesn't he? Uh, I think maybe yeah. uh, November thing sounded bad to start with, but I think there was some motive to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought about it for a while. So. <laughs> so so we talked about Cody. He's the, he's the ranch manager for Cowboy Ranch, and he's a taxidermist. But you also have kind of another job that you do, Cody, and it may be something that we want to do another podcast with you about closer to deer season talk to us about your wounded game recovery yeah actually i uh run wounded game recovery dogs you know uh tracking dogs of course everybody's been there if you find it long enough you know everybody's made a bad shot or a marginal shot uh, actually what got me into it is myself uh you know i was bow hunting that i was 14 and i had a big big deer come in he ended up score he was 160 inch deer he's a great deer I ended up finding him but uh I shot the deer a little far back you know kind of gut liver and uh I actually had to call a track a guy that had tracking dogs and he came out and he helped me recover the deer and uh ever since then on you know that's been something I've always wanted to do is 
you know, I mean, get so down when you lose a big deer like that. And, you know, it just makes, just makes your night to, to be able to find one. And that's something I wanted to be able to, to offer and give to, give to other hunters. So I do run tracking dogs, uh, of course, all during deer season. And then of course in Texas, we have a lot of exotics too. So, you know, we've got axis deer and, you know, a bunch of African exotics. We've basically got everything. So all through the summer, you know, I'll get a few calls on, on uh, other animals that people may make, you know, marginal shots on to come so, and track. So how, how big a radius or how far do you go to, for clients to track deer? Well, you know, most, you know, a lot of times, you know, it's kind of local stuff, you know, an hour to an hour and a half away, but, you know, I've been all the way up to, you know, Aspermont, which is North Texas, you know, it's six and a half hours from here. Oh, wow. Hmm. You know, I've traveled pretty good ways before. Just, you know, just depends on the situation and the deer, you know. Uh, you know, not all deer that are shot, you know, can, can be found. You know, I mean, if you just knock the hair off one, you know, there's not much. There's not much I can do, you know. But, right. But if a deer's, you know, mortally wounded or, you know, has a, you know, if somebody does, you know, shoot a deer and the deer's hurt pretty bad, you know, we stand a good chance of recovering them. What kind of what what breed or what kind of dogs do you use to do that with Cody? Well, I've got you know I've got several deer dogs. Uh, you know I started with uh, actually a black and tan. It's called a black and tan American Coonhound. Uh, it's my dog, my main dog. She's seven years old this year. Her name's Bella, and uh, but I've got her, and then I've got a a black a black mouth cur that I run as well as blue laces. Okay, nice. that's awesome. So. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, like you say, anybody that's, uh, especially bow hunters, anybody's been out there any length of time, it's uh, you've had a time when you wish you'd had that. So yeah, I'm kind of I'm sitting across from one right now. I know yeah, you I, uh, wounded a a buck pretty bad this past year. Yeah, well, I I got a killing shot, but I just couldn't locate the deer because of uh, it, it was it was a shot that was far back and went up through the body, so I had uh, no no exit wound and. Uh, gut plug in the entrance wound and uh, yeah. there's no blood to find it's my my nose is not that good i did find the deer but it was it was four days later yeah well so. dogs can do do a lot that we can't they sure right they should impress me and they sure you know i second guess them every now and then but you know and those those deer are tough you know those deer hit wrong they can go an incredibly long ways you know we've tracked deer a couple miles before you know wow they yeah. can they can go a long way especially if the deer's pushed you know if the hunter goes in and pushes a deer jumps a deer they got so much adrenaline going they can they can really take off right well we'll have to do another podcast with you come closer to deer season and uh and maybe talk a little more about it or do even some video or something so as uh, as we wind this down tonight i just want to talk about some of our upcoming adventures so uh, i know y'all had invited us to come down to south texas uh next year and come hunt hogs and javelinas with our bows so rob and i are really looking forward to that and i hope we can make that happen um, and how close to Mexico is that? Most definitely. Um, that's our favorite hunt of the year. Um, every February, Cody and I head down to um, Encinal, Texas, to the Callahan Ranch, and it's over 100,000 acres. And so um, when you kind of think about that, um, you know, Texas ranches, how big Texas is, that's a that's a huge ranch, 100,000 acres. And yeah, so wow. we're right there. 
they actually pass through um, border checkpoint to get to the ranch. And so, how many miles, Cody? Well, it's ranch. The ranch starts and it's 20 miles from the border. But you know, 100,000 acres. It, you know, some of the ranch actually is is on the border of Mexico. So it's it's real deep south. Yeah. It's, just a, it's a different landscape down there. It's absolutely beautiful. You know, we were talking about the hill country and it's just lush and um, got, we've got tons of different trees here, but you go down to South Texas and it's the whole new world. I just, I love it. Cody and I love it. We love the landscape. We love everything that it has to offer. You know, we predator hunt down there a lot. I've shot two bobcats, um, lots of coyotes and even parts of South Texas have mountain lions. And so I think every year we go down there anticipating that it'll be our year to get lucky and call in one of those cats. And so, Hey, um, maybe if Rob and I come, maybe that will be the lucky charm. Yeah. (laughs) But we would love for y'all to come on that hunt with us. It's just, it's completely different. You know, you've done. And so you kind of have a feel for, cowboy ranch and you know how deer season works down here but um for you guys to come to south texas with us that would just be a whole new experience for y'all and i we really think that y'all would love it and um well we we can't wait we can't wait we we love y'all and we just want to thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast with us tonight and uh thank you for all the memories and the adventures that um you've allowed me and robbie to experience in in texas and hunting shows up in nashville uh we cherish every every moment we get to spend with y'all so thank you so much when we uh, when we wrap when we wrap this up here if you want to give any kind of shout outs or talk to us about your social media handles that way the listeners can go and give you all a follow my instagram is my name evan e-v-i-n and then damuth d-a-m-u-t-8 it's cody weir and it's c-o-d-y-w-e-i-r yeah so everybody out there go give my friends a follow or if you follow me or dad you could probably find their profiles uh Uh, from there and if you're in texas and you need some help recovering your wounded game cody's the the guy to call so we just want to thank y'all so much for being on here tonight yeah thanks thanks a bunch thanks we enjoyed enjoyed doing it so yeah it's always fun to catch up with with good friends so get tim down here that way we'll have a hunting story to talk about with him Uh listen i've got that (laughs) recorded now so i'm gonna hold you to it all right Uh, hey we thank you guys so much uh we're blessed to know you so uh happy easter to you and uh thank you everyone for listening tonight this has been another story on our montgomery creek outdoors podcast series and this is montgomery creek outdoors thank you for listening to another story and another adventure right here on the Montgomery Creek Outdoor Podcast. We would like to give a big thank you to our partners and also the fine folks at Trophy Rock, Eagle Seed, Dirt Nap Gear, and Hunter Safety System. We hope you all enjoy each moment you spend in the great outdoors and hope that your storybook of adventure has many chapters. <laughs>